there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Top of the morning to you. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up over the next three hours, we have Josh Applebaum in 30 minutes, VSIN betting analyst and a couple of NFL games that he likes this weekend. Sal Palantonio in 90 minutes has covered the Philadelphia Eagles for a long, long time. We'll uh, talk to him about that team in the NFC coming up then. Mike Palm studio later on and the great Matt Vaskersian on MLB. And uh, yesterday was truly a great sports day overall. We will try to get to it as much as possible over the next three hours. Uh, but it was the most active trading deadline day in the history of the NFL. Um, about a, b- a bunch of big na- uh, names were moving all over the place. You didn't know whether or not teams were going to be selling or buying at one point. Uh, some teams did actually both of them. And as a result of what happened, uh, I will say this in terms of uh, what it meant to the market overall with those big names, in quotes, moving on. I talked to three different books yesterday if they adjusted any future numbers. And here's what they told me. Johnny Avella at DraftKings said there was a slight tick down with the Bills. Same for Miami. That was it. William Hill, zero big adjustments. And the Westgate did not adjust any. Not a single NFL future. And uh, I thought they had a good angle on Miami because mm-hmm. that's the one team I figured people would want to bet yesterday after pulling Bradley Chubb. 
Uh, good quote here from the Westgate when they said they still have to go at KC and then at Buffalo as of right now. That's okay. daunting. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. I took 28-1. to 1. I said, why not? Should be a playoff team. And uh, I, they were thoroughly outplayed but beat the Bills earlier this year. You know, they don't have any, can't put any pressure on the quarterback. They think they've fixed that now somewhat. 30th and sack rate. You have to love the acquisition of Wilson. Uh, reunited with McDaniel. And you got the one-two punch of Mostert and Wilson. That helps out. Remember, they're 5-0 and when Tua plays. So, good, good. Now, they better make the playoffs, though, Yeah, they're trades like this. See, that, that's the number that I looked for yesterday right away, but it's it was as high as minus 280 to make the playoffs. And you bet them yeah. around, what, minus? Plus, what? Did you, plus 130. Oh, plus 130 before the season started? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, now that number that I saw yesterday after the deadline was over was minus 280, and that was a little bit too high for me to fire on. They, they do have a tough schedule eventually later on. Yeah. But with that passing game, Playing home games in the heat, um, I think they're going to win 10 games. That's their win total right now. Their updated win yep. total is 10. I think that's fair. Yep. Beat the Bears, beat Houston, you're on your way. I'd say worst case, you're 9-8 and eight then. So I'm, I'm glad they're going for it. Those are two good moves. Yep. Yep. I can give you this on Chubb right now. Miami ranks 21st overall in pressure rate, but they blitz at the 7th highest rate in the entire league. Miami uh, rushes four uh, guys at the 2nd lowest rate in the entire NFL. So now you can put him... Uh, on the opposite side of Jalen Phillips, and now that can, you know, up those numbers quite a bit, and that can reduce the amount of time times that you're going to actually blitz, which could, you know, obviously change things around and uh, help out a little bit with the secondary. So I thought some of those numbers really uh, made sense why they would make a move like this. And now when you look overall what happened here, Paul, if you have to go all the way back to the Laramie Tunsil draft day debacle with the bong mask, that that night turned into... Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb? And that's an A+. O'Brien. O'Brien had a hand in that. That yeah. horrible trade. That's right. Horrible GM, and yes. But that, he was but, running the Texans. Absolutely. Great job. Right. That, and what, what a yeah. night that was. I mean, what the, what the oh. former pl- guy was doing, leaking old Miss stuff, paying him and asking for oh, yeah. help with bills, etc. And then the, the bong gas mask. Incredible night on Twitter. Has that happened right before the draft? That was great. Great job by Miami. They're players now. Should make the playoffs, and the future's mm. bright. You're what? stuck behind the Bills in the division, yeah. but still. I mean, uh, that, that, excellent job by Miami. What do you think of your childhood yeah. team, the Minnesota Vikings? Another good move. I can't believe Detroit did this. You make a trade in the division <laughs> and help out the Vikings. Hawkinson's a good player. I would say he's top five tight end. What a weapon. He's absolutely in that conversation, remember for the, sure. Remember the game he had when St. Brown and uh, yes. Swift were out? I mean, he, and it also is a great trade because Irv Smith's out eight to ten weeks. Mm-hmm. So you help out your division rival, and that's a great move by Minnesota. What a day. I mean, the day starts with the Colts firing their offensive coordinator. And it's like no, no one even no, – no one's talking about that now anymore Oh, I mean, it was these trades, but it was left and right when they were coming down and we set a record. It was fat. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't even really keep up yesterday for a certain stretch because they were coming in so fast. I mean, when Adam Schefter is tweeting, and we got another one, you're like, yeah, today's been a, a whirlwind. Uh, in the NFL, but I, I thought that that was a peculiar move from the Lions to help out a division foe. Yes. How about that? And that then, is bizarre. I don't like what the Bears did either. That's too much for Claypool. Oh, my God. Second-round pick? The, the 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 Browns gave up a fifth for Cooper. Yeah. And why didn't Dallas get a wide receiver? Cooks, they, they tried. Well, not good enough. Sorry. Go get Cooper. Go get Cooper back. Or you got to work it out with Cooks. Keep sure. an eye on that. He's very unhappy now. Uh, see how if Cooks phones it yep. in the rest yep. of the year. But Dallas had to get a wide receiver. That's a terrible job. And then the Packers don't do anything. Well, I guess you can't be surprised. How, now, how about this? 
the Packers reportedly offered a second for Claypool, but the reason why the Steelers took the Bears' second-round pick, and it makes sense, obviously, is because they anticipate the Bears having a better pick overall in the draft this year. So that's why they swapped and made the deal with Chicago rather than Green Bay. But as for Green Bay, I mean, you can't be surprised by the Packers. And no. This is who they are and what they do, and they've never done anything in the offseason or during the year to help out their teams. They always try to build during the draft. It's going quite well at this point, isn't it? They've won so many Super Bowls with the Hall of Fame quarterback now for 30 consecutive years. Great job, guys. But uh, honestly, it, I, I'm glad the team, they actually made the right move by not giving up anything yesterday, in my opinion. Because let's be honest here, the Packers are much more than a wide receiver away from doing anything this year in this league. Yeah, if they lose Sunday to Detroit, it's over. Because they have Dallas, Tennessee, and Philly after that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure they win that game either. The way bit, they're playing. But, yeah. yeah. Also think about it like this, Paul. And here's why you're right about Claypool get, uh, for a second is too much by the Bears. Or the Packers to offer that. DeAndre Hopkins went for a second. Is that what it was? That was making the rounds last night on Twitter, and I'm like, that puts it into some perspective oh, for you. I mean, Hopkins is a, goes for a two, who is, when healthy, he's a top-five wide receiver in the league. Claypool has been like a diva in Pittsburgh, so they're like, yeah, go ahead, get out of here. But now that's clearly going to, the, the guys who are going to benefit from yesterday and you want to keep an eye on, whether it's maybe player props or for fantasy purposes, Pickens, I think, is going to be the, the, the big-time beneficiary there in Pittsburgh. Because now he's going to get a majority of those targets, in my opinion, that uh, well, Claypool yeah. um, was going to see anyway yeah. from that team. How about Ridley being dealt? You believe that? He goes to the team he was betting against, yeah, Jacksonville, right. with the parlay debacle. I, I actually <laughs> like the move for Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. If uh, Lawrence can figure it out, which is a big if. Yep. Uh, good, good move by Jacksonville. I like that trade. Uh, good. Yep. So, uh, fantastic action and a lot of moves, and I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, a lot of moves, period, and then we see a, a record with all the trades. I still think that, uh, well, some of the under-the-radar yeah. moves that really made sense, I thought the Bills getting Naheem Hines was a good mm-hmm. move uh, because Zach Moss gives that team essentially nothing. Sorry to see my third cousin go yeah. from Buffalo. But Hines is um, he is a weapon that they, he's basically Devin Singletary already, so they can just multiply now and have ba- the same guy almost coming out of the backfield. But Allen likes to throw the ball to the backs, and so now you can have Singletary. He needs a rest. Well, Hines is kind of the same guy. And uh, the Colts aren't going anywhere anyway this year. And they didn't know how to u- utilize Hines and, and Taylor at the same time. So now Deion Jackson's going to be the guy to take over Hines' role in, in Indy. How does Tennessee blow that division now? Not, that, they, not that the Colts are going to win it anyways. But between Sam going the rest of the year, more trades. And we'll see now with Wright taking over. The, I'm telling you, he's the next to go. Ted, look at the pecking order. Change quarterbacks, owner calls it. OC gone. I mean, who's left? It goes Riken and Ballard. The next guys are going to be gone right. in Indy. Right. It, it just depends on how quick of a trigger finger the new owners have in Denver. That's the only guy right now, right? I would say for next coach, yeah, well, uh, Kingsbury appears to be okay now. Now that you get Hopkins back and the offense looks okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're, they're, yeah, but, and, and they're in a winnable game situation yeah. this week, too. Um, also, Jeff Wilson going. And give that a week or two because, uh, of course, he has that time in San Francisco with Mike McDaniel. So McDaniel certainly knows what he's getting there. And now look at that. I mean, funny the way that works, right? He can team up Wilson with his former teammate in San Francisco, uh, Mostert. So that's a nice yep. one-two combination at running back to go along with what they added on the defensive side of the ball yesterday, too. Yeah, that's, that's the one team that I, the only team I took a peek at yesterday with the odds. And you said you grabbed him at 28-1. to 1. I understand that's difficult. Uh, to go to Kansas City. Oh, for but sure. I, but, yeah. I, I, I think that's possible. 
And with the weapons that they have, and, and no one can slow down Hill. I mean, the Raiders had him down 17, not for nothing. And then thoroughly outplayed, but you beat Buffalo already. So well, there, could, I, there could be upsets. I, you never know. Yeah, I, I will say this, right? The Bengals went to KC last year and right. won when they were right. down big. And this Dolphins team kind of reminds me of the Bengals from last year with their passing attack and the way, you know, Jamar Chase came on as a rookie and Burrow figured it out and uh, they were awesome in the air. Well, two was kind of, when he's healthy, two was doing the same thing with Waddle and Hill. Well, there were reports the Jets wanted Chubb too. So that's another big reason that Miami's able to land him and, and steal them from the Jets too and, and grab them. So between that move and getting another running back, this is big need. Because the offense, you know, get a little boost with the running game, but the passing attack was set. But you needed some help to put pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. So problem solved with both both moves. I would actually suggest that maybe the two biggest moves came before yesterday during the week. McCaffrey yeah. to the Niners, but also your team when the Eagles got Robert Quinn. Yeah. I like I like Smith to Baltimore, too. That's a good one. I think that's a good trade yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also thought maybe the Eagles could make some other trades, but uh, uh, yeah. I, they should be set now. Yesterday was so much fun. Yeah. Love that idea. That's how you do it. That's what fans deserve. Um Across the country. Betters, uh, you know, again, not so much really move the needle. Maybe, maybe a little bit of Miami at some books, but uh, that's pretty much it. Fall sports are in full swing. And Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for new promotions like their Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet and Get, Sunday Football Parley Insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Win-lose up next. We'll recap the College Football Committee show. Barring a massive collapse, this team is in with a win this weekend. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. VSIN's team of uh, betting experts teach you how they approach the slate with bet systems. Become a smarter better and subscribe to VSIN Pro, where you'll learn new bet systems every week right here on our show and at VSIN.com. To join, go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. And Josh Applebaum joins the program now, betting analyst right here at VSIN, host of a couple of different podcasts here on the network as well. Josh, good morning. Let's begin with this game that we have between two foes in the NFC West. They played a couple of weeks ago. Arizona was without DeAndre Hopkins. They were favored on the road against Seattle. Uh, they did not score an offensive touchdown. Um, and they only scored, what, nine points in that entire game. Now, here we go. Fast forward to Sunday. They're at home against Seattle with DeAndre Hopkins. And they're now favored by two. Your thoughts on this game coming up? Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, it's great to be with you. And this is kind of the same sort of thing here, Mitch. Even though you're getting DeAndre Hopkins back and some factors have changed, Looks like respected money is still looking at Seattle here plus the points. So look at the way this opened, guys. It was as high as Arizona minus three and a half at the early opener here late Sunday night. And again, I always like to look at the immediate move once a line drops. Yes, we know there are head fakes where Sharps can hit one side at, one, at low limits, come back the other way at higher limits to their true position. Billy Walters is kind of the king of that. But oftentimes you see early moves that just continue to be moves throughout the week. So we've seen this quite a bit here with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, getting a lot of respected money, having a great year. Remember, they were a win total over the offseason, uh, I think just five and a half juiced up over, and the public narrative was they're going to be terrible. No Russell Wilson, mm -hmm. well, even one of the best surprises in football here. I believe Pete Carroll's like plus 1,000, plus 1,400, somewhere there for coach of the year. Sirian is the favorite, but he's done a great job here with Seattle this season. But I'll take the points in this one, guys. Open minus three and a half Arizona. You're all the way down to minus two. So, of course, you missed the key number in this one, but these big moves, which I'm kind of starting to call severe line moves when you see a dog getting at least a point and a half movement in their favor, so three and a half down to two here in this spot. Those severe moves, if you take the dog with that big move, 12 and six against the spread this year, 67%. You'd also match a couple systems I love just in general. Divisional dogs, that built-in familiarity, leveling the playing field. Divisional dogs are 58% against the spread this year. Dogs that missed the postseason last year, you can kind of buy low on them. Public perception says they're not very good, but actually that's good, more contrarian value to back them. They're 59% against the spread. Kyler Murray also, guys, has not done very well laying points. Kyler Murray as a favorite in his career, just 9-14 and 14 against the spread, 39%. And Pete Carroll has done great as a dog in this spot, kind of like Mike Tomlin as a really good dog coach here. But when Carroll's a dog with Seattle, 45-28 and 28 against the spread, 62%, 4-2 ATS this year. So you missed the key number of three. Maybe you tease it up two to eight, go through three, go through seven. But I'm looking at Seattle here, plus the points. I like this line move for the Seahawks. How about this big game with the Chargers taking on the Falcons in Atlanta? Chargers off the bye in the uh, listless performance against Seattle. And then Atlanta coming off the overtime thriller and playing the equivalent of four and a half quarters. What do you think of the Chargers' uh, short road, Chuck? Yeah, so I'd be looking at the Chargers in this spot, you know, here, uh, Paulie. And again, I'm a big dog better. Dog's been great all season long. But the one couple angles I like with favorites are if it's a fade the trendy dog where public loves the dog, or if you're coming off a buy. You said the key word there, Paulie, off a buy. If you look historically, and better's got to, you have to pay attention to this. 
teams coming off a bye, you see a big difference between favorites and dogs. Favorites off a bye over the last decade are, are around 57% against the spread. That would match here with the Chargers. If you isolate just road favorites off a bye, public likes the off a bye, but they like the home teams. It's almost like a contrarian angle to lay the points on the road. It feels kind of gross, but that's even better. That's 65% against the spread favorites off a bye the last decade. So this number right now, guys, Chargers, it opened minus three. We're showing three and a half on our board. A lot of books are moving to the three and a half. But if you still see a three out there, a minus three, minus 120, I think you might want to grab this thing before it moves. This would be that off a buy system match. Also, uh, if you look at non-conference favorites, they do much better than conference favorites, that lack of familiarity benefiting the team uh, that's quote-unquote better based on the odds. Also, a favorite high total. Total this one is like 49. It got up from 47.5 up to 49. Uh, that would also be a good match correlative betting with the favorite, more expected points scored, easier to cover the number. Also, guys, maybe you get a, a big, uh, big uh, high-scoring game in this one. 54% bets, 90% of the money on the over. Uh, I'll be laying it here with the Chargers. It's kind of a high price, but right. money lines minus 165. Give me the Chargers off a of buy. All right, Monday night, you have to give the Saints a lot of credit for what they did, although I will say that was the worst performance of the year by the Raiders. <laughs> 70 yards at halftime. Give me a break. Uh, but I, I like this Ravens team. They've won three out of four in the loss. They blew a double-digit lead late against the Giants. What do you think of Baltimore Monday night laying some points and now they get Smith in the trade? So I think, you know, obviously bringing in Rokon Smith, great move for them in their futures and their over nine and a half win total and obviously their division bet yes. here. But Paulie, kind of what, what's uh, looking to me in terms of this line is I like the Saints in the same spot as the Browns on Monday night. It's very similar here. The Ravens are the big public play. Across the board, Baltimore's getting around 75% of bets. Makes sense. Lamar Jackson's playing well. Uh, obviously, there's still no respect for New Orleans, even though they had that big win over the Raiders. I don't know who that says more about the Raiders or maybe the Saints in that one. But in terms of the line movement, cover up the teams here, guys. We have a big public favorite on the road with Baltimore getting 75% of bets. Yet Baltimore actually opened laying three and a half. You're now down to three. And if you look at the juice on this one, all the juice is toward the Saints, plus three at minus 115, minus 120. So I'm actually seeing a couple books even getting down to two and a half right now. So it's always tough, you know, when to bet a game early in the week, late in the week. To me, I bet it early if I feel like I'm on a key number that's going to get worse. So I jumped on uh, the New Orleans Saints plus three in this one, guys. Dogs 57% against the spread this year. Primetime dogs 58%. Dogs who missed the postseason 59%. Keep an eye on the under in this one too. It did open 49. It's down to 48. You've seen these primetime unders do very well. 45% bets, almost 65% of the money on the under. But I'm grabbing that plus three. It feels gross, but this is kind of the primetime hazmat play that's been coming through for betters. I'll take the Saints plus three here. Primetime hazmat play. That's a new one. I like it. <laughs> Got to jot that one down for future use for sure. Uh, you can follow Josh on Twitter. He is at Josh underscore insights. And uh, he hosts two podcasts here for the network. One is called Morning Bets. The other is Market Insights. You can uh, download, subscribe, and listen to those two wherever you get your podcast. Josh, good luck this week. Thanks for the time today. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Have a great day. Yep, you too. Week nine oh. tomorrow already. Hello. My God. Uh, I got props, my friend. Most wins, Eagles even money, Bills plus 120. Chiefs plus 750. I, I saw the Eagles down to 11 to 1 yesterday to go undefeated. Yep. I, you can't, that's I saw too short. Of I a, saw 10. You saw 10? Yeah. I want to see what Sal Pal says. When's the loss well, coming? Well, Who's yeah, it going to come to? That prop is up, yep. And, and will they go for it? I mean, if they're 14, 15, and 0, are they going to Does it matter to it? them? Yep. Well, Eagles' first loss, Colts plus 380. Washington four to one, Packers plus four twenty five, Houston plus five fifty, Giants nine to one. I think Dallas sixteen to one when they go to Dallas. That's in week sixteen. Yeah. Yep. 
Look at that schedule. Yeah, no, they can. They can. That's be, we've been saying that since September, but I, come on, it's easier than what we thought. Now with what's happened to Green Bay and Indy, Washington at home Monday night after they bury the Texans tomorrow, Colts, Packers, they get the Titans at home. Oh, Sam Ellinger's in for a rude awakening. Right, but at Giants, at Bears, and it's a Cowboy game, and it also will be back to back to back road games, which I, I think that'll get them. And then they close with two home games. What, what do you make that point spread, Eagles Ooh. at Cowboys, right now? Oh, boy. Pick them? I think the Cowboys What are, was the first game? I think, were they, they seven? Six, six, six and a half, with I believe. Rush? Okay. Yeah. Assuming Dak's going to de- be back. It depends and, how Dallas is playing going in, though, too. Yeah, they said back. But, he, I know he's back, but I'm saying, like, fully yeah, back and healthy and everything. Good. Fewest wins. Houston, minus 115. Carolina, 4-1. to one. Pittsburgh, plus 650. You know, there, there's an angle there that might make why, – why, at this point, why would the Steelers want to win games? Oh, yeah. I mean, Tom, tank Tom, it, tank a palooza. Tomlin's job is completely secure. Right. Right? They're not going to fire him. They right. could be on board with right. that. And then if they would – you know, they could do one of two things here. Um, if they got, like, the number one pick over on the draft, they could probably hold that pick uh, and take, like, a Will Anderson type from Alabama. And then you could have Anderson and T.J. Watt Yep. On the same defensive line, which could be just potentially deadly. Or they could say, all right, every team behind us, like we know that you need a quarterback. We took our guy last year in Kenny Pickett. We're okay with that. What are you going to give us now? Do you want Stroud? Do you want Young? Do you want Levis? Do you want another one? We have the first pick. It can be yours. Yep. Make us a deal. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be, a, now it's easier said than done because they're going to have some serious competition like you talked about. Yeah. Lions? That's, it. That's in play. Sure it is. That's another guy you got to watch out yeah. for, Johnny Campbell. And you've been all over that <laughs> for like a month four, now. Four wins. Come on. Four wins. Shut out at <laughs> halftime. Uh, shut out <laughs> in the second half. I'll tell you what's a hound's breakfast to lead the league in interceptions. Have you looked at this? I have not. Well, Matt Ryan leads the league, but obviously done for the year. Pickett. Pickett has eight picks, even though it was Trubisky to start the year. Pickett's the favorite plus 450. Pickett has eight. Stafford has eight. Mack has seven. Mills, Fields, Mariota, Burrow, Murray, Lawrence, Allen, Goff, Jackson all have six. This is a mess. Wow. Brissett's 14 to 1. Fields is 14 to 1. So is Lawrence. Goff's 12 to 1. I would take a peek at Fields because he's going to play the entire year. Yeah. Right? They're not going to yank him. Some of the other guys, I think, are probably going to get benched at some point. I don't point, want Mac. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Zappy again. Right, right. I, well, mean, this I mean, is this is crazy, this race for the lead the league in interceptions. Well, it, Make it a could, case for five guys. It, it could be Old Faithful again here, right? Sure it could. It could be Matthew Stafford. Oh, absolutely. Did it last year. Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah. All right, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, again, what a day it was yesterday in sports. The axe was dropped on Steve Nash's head in Brooklyn. Uh, The fact that the odds on the Nets are this long to be the one seed in the East tells you how big of a mess they truly are. We'll give you that number coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Sign up to bet the Breeders' Cup, Horse Racing's number one app. First bet, get a $10 free bet, plus 100% match of your first deposit up to $200. Promo code HORSE200 to claim the offer. Picks and insight, vcin.com, brought to you by First Bet and the Breeders' Cup picks, vcin.com. 
slash horses. Sal Pal joins us now, great ESPN reporter, NFL matchup ESPN, the Deuce ESPN Plus. Does a great job. He joins us now to talk NFL and everything Philadelphia. Uh, thanks for the time as always, sir. A record 10 trades on deadline day. How about a couple that you really liked and teams that really improved in your opinion? First of all, I love following the money. I think it's the best name for a show. I mean, I'm a Watergate baby, as you know. Oh. I, I, I came to I came to journalism uh, during Watergate, and follow the money was big. But you know, my dad, Vito, rest his soul, hmm. uh, was a union negotiator for the AFL CIO in Queens and Brooklyn, and he always used to say, "The answer to all your questions, my son, is more money on the table." That's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's great. Oh. More money on the table. Yeah. But, um, so I love the Bradley Chubb uh, trade. I absolutely love that. I think the Dolphins were a pass rusher away from really making some serious noise if they can keep their quarterback healthy. They obviously need to find some way <clears throat> to neutralize Josh Allen. Uh, that's one way to do it. Uh, clearly, Steve Spagnolo figured it out for a while, and then uh, Josh Allen has figured out Steve Spagnolo's defense a little bit because Spagnolo just throws so many bodies at him and has been blitzing him. But if you can get to Allen, like the Steelers did now, go back to week one and watch what the Steelers did last year when Watt was healthy. They went up to Buffalo and beat Allen with a four-man rush when Watt was healthy. So, you know, I think the Dolphins coaching staff, smart coaching staff, they have a very good defensive staff, and they realize if you start blitzing Josh Allen too much, he will kill you because he can run away from the blitz, and you don't want to leave all those weapons open. So they need to get four men after Josh and Chubb will do that. And if they can do that with a little bit of a mush rush, like Jim Johnson used to do in Philly against Michael Vick, right? So you don't go headlong after him and go too far beyond the pocket and you keep Allen corralled in the pocket. You got a shot. Very good. I agree. I love the trade as well. Uh, And also getting Wilson, Uh, uncle Sal, the last time you were on, I said the Eagles, I'd be very disappointed if they don't win 14 or 15 games. There's a prop up who's going to hand Philly their first loss. I'm looking at Dallas. Ooh. Dallas is 16-1. to 1. Who do you think gets Philly their first loss? Okay, let's go through the schedule. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're double-digit favorites. They're 14-point favorites over the Texans. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, I think, have been 5-0-1 against the spread some ridiculous number 14's a lot to lay but i think they win the game outright i'm not sure if they cover because going on the road on a short week but they beat the texans and then after that they've got the commanders right on monday night football after a short bye i know heineke's feeling it strong but i still think the eagles are 10 point favorites over washington i don't see washington beating them at all and then what is what's after that? They, Indy. Yeah, they, they go. go at, yep, at the Colts and the Packers at home. Yeah. So, wow. I don't see them. The only one I think that's in play is the Commanders game on Monday Night Football. Honestly, because Heineke, he's playing with house money, guys. Yeah. yeah. He's totally fearless. He's playing like a guy who doesn't care. Like mm-hmm. he wakes up and says, I don't, listen, what can you do to me? You're not going to send me to see and take away my birthday. 
I've already happened that. That's already happened to yeah. me. Yeah. Right? As, as we used to say in the Navy, that's already happened to me. You took away my birthday and sent me to see what else can you do to me, Commander? <laughs> so, I mean, no, no, pun, no pun intended. Right. No, no. And I, I, I think that's it with Heineke. He's like, all right. He wakes up thinking, hey, I'm Taylor Heineke. I'm an NFL quarterback. I'm going to take my chances. And I think the players respond to that. So I am going to say and shock the world. I'm going to say the commanders might be the team that wow. upsets the Eagles on Monday night football in Philly. Yeah. You want to get, of course, okay. If you play, if you play that up back in Philly, I'm dead. man. No, I won't do it. Yeah. We won't do it. <laughs> well, you want to get nuts though? I mean, what if they're 14 and 0 going into Dallas? Do they want to go for it then at that point? 17 and 0 is like 11 to 1. Yeah, well, they didn't, they never want to beat Dallas. They never want to lose to Dallas. What what is what is losing to Commanders? What is that number? How much? Four to one. Twenty to one. Four. Wow. So I'm not that far off. No. No, that's I'm not that far off. Yeah, but if they are, like, let's say they are undefeated, and they only have three or four games left on the stretch, I, I'm guessing they haven't talked about it yet. Maybe they have. I don't know. Do you think this team with their makeup would actually want to try to run the table and go 17-0? I think they will try to run the table and go 17-0. I think okay. they want to make history. I think Sirianni is just a super competitive dude. See, what, what, what the, the untold story, or it's been told a little bit but not enough, is you have two coaches' sons. Very rare. Sirianni is a coach's son. Mm-hmm. His brothers are coaches. Jalen Hurts is a coach's son. Mm. Hurts pushes Sirianni, and Nick pushes Jalen. And they have what they call, in the locker room, they have a sign called dog mentality, D-A-W-G, whereas, and the basic premise is, don't tell me what you did, just tell me what you're going to do. And that's a coach's mantra. And I think Nick and Jalen together are teaching the team that every play and every game has to be treated as sacrosanct. That is an incredible answer. It is. Uh, it's followed the money here awesome. on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Sal Palantonio from ESPN, our guests. So, since like week three or four, Sirianni has been basically around even money to win the coach of the year. I think he actually touched uh, being the odds on favorite at some point. Let's say they don't go 17 0, but they're, you know, 15 and 2 in that ballpark. And you have other teams like the Giants, maybe winning 10 games and making the playoffs or the Seahawks, like winning 10, 11 games, winning the NFC. They were like 50 to one to win their division sale. Would either Carroll or Dayball have a chance to win coach of the year or under that scenario, is it still going to be Sirianni? I think it's Sirianni. If you go on my Instagram, Sal Pal ESPN, I actually posted a photograph of the v column in the New York Post a couple of weeks ago that had Sirianni as the odds-on favorite to win Coach of the Year. Yeah, Check it out. I watch everything that you guys do. I, I read about it all the time in the Post. You guys do a great job with that kind of stuff, and I follow it very, very closely. And I agree with you. I think it's Sirianni. And, because the way the team is playing, so I'm very big on point differential. Mm-hmm. A lot, of, a lot of guys down on 2 Street or wherever they are, they'll talk about a point differential, Sal, pal. Uncle Sal, look at the point differential. <laughs> the game is about points scored and points allowed. So right now there are only 13 teams 
which is unbelievable. I think it's an NFL record going into week nine, where only 13 of the 32 teams had a positive point differential going into week nine. That's a very low number, Paul. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. very low number. And you look at it. So the Bills are at 105, and they're the only team over 100. And the Eagles, I believe, are plus 78 in that kind of ballpark. They're number two. So the point differential of those two teams is so much better than everybody else. And my preseason pick, you can verify it on ESPN.com, to go to the Super Bowl in Arizona was Buffalo and Philly. Yeah. I hope we get it. Oh, uh, madness. Was, so I followed you on Instagram. I just liked the photo. It took me two seconds to find it. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. That's great. We have like a minute left here. What would, I mean, Philadelphia is the hottest city on the planet right now, uh, especially in the sports <laughs> world, obviously. <laughs> Sal, they, it's, this is amazing. The World Series games featuring Houston and Philadelphia. Thursday night football has, what if that game was in Philly? Those two stadiums are right next to each other. Oh, <laughs> yes, they are, literally. But believe me, I've been, I've been down there a lot in my life. I mean, that would be, uh, you know, Houston, we got a problem. Because, listen, listen, let me just give you an example. So after the Steelers game, you know, which was a blowout, okay, total blowout, Steelers game on Sunday, I wait a little bit. I interview Nick. I talk to Jalen in the locker room. I do my post-game stuff. I go up to the press box. I get a little after-game cannoli. I get a little decaf coffee because you don't want to have the caffeinated stuff at like 4 p.m., right? Because right. then, then you paint in the base. Then you paint in the basement at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, we go. I get, I, get the, I, I get the decaf and the cannoli, and then I'm <laughs> in my car. And I'm going nowhere. It's a total traffic jam. It yeah. takes, I live 11 miles from the stadium. It took me two hours to get home. If that happened on Thursday night where they were both playing, it would take you a day to get home. It would be unbelievable. The traffic, the noise would be crazy. A plus. A plus. A plus. You're the best, A plus, Sal. Uncle Sal. Talk Thank to you. you soon. <laughs> Great. Money on the table. More money on the table. Yes, there you go. <laughs> There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome back, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this season, new customers can bet $5 on any team and pocket $200 in free bets if your money line bet wins. Download the app. Use code VSEN when you sign up. Got to be 21. Available to play in select states. DraftKings.com for full details. Here we go. Wednesdays with the maestro, the VP of uh, Circa Sports, also the D in Golden Gate in downtown Las Vegas. Mike Palm joins us in studio. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning and welcome back, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, hey, Coventry, Rhode Island, our loyal Nesson family that's watching Durham, North Carolina, watching on Masson. Durham, North Carolina, of course, the setting of arguably the greatest 30 for 30 of all time. Fantastic lies. Kiwani, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquis, we see you. Bakers, Narrows, Manitoba, oh, Canada, Rogers Sportsnet. Windridge, Pennsylvania, we say good morning to AT&T in the Pittsburgh area. And Baker, California, home of the world's largest thermometer, Sunrise Over Spectrum. Good job. We cannot walk the streets in Baker. No. Can't do it. Population six. The uh, Duke Lacrosse scandal. Yeah, yeah. Oh Fantastic my God! Lies. I was I walked that. The is, DA went to prison. The, Think yes, about that. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God! That's, that is some that's, watch. That's an unbelievable story. Yes, they did it a is. great yeah. job with that. that. Is yeah. some watch. Yeah, that's in that's in the mix for sure. Along pony with pony excess. The, I pony like pony excess. Pony. Good. Amazing. And the we U. got a payroll to meet. Good. Yeah, oh, that's governor right. of Texas. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Hey, you were sent it from SMU. Hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah, you are correct, sir. It's like Karnak. Right. Unbelievable. Um. But that was the other thing too. This we got because we were talking. Were you a big Watergate guy? I have watched over a hundred hours of Watergate stuff. Oh, really, unbelievable. But well, it's left and right. They're putting out new shows and not really. I find fascinating a little bit the senators that were on that committee. They're all their backstories in that. That was good. The Sam Irvin, the guy from New Mexico, oh, another guy. Yes, yeah, right. there, there's some interesting characters yeah. on that committee. Yeah, Shay Wigan, great tweet. I watched this show. Gaslit. Shay Wigan plays G. Gordon Liddy and does a phenomenal job. Sean Penn played John Mitchell, Julia Roberts, Martha Mitchell. Next year on HBO, White House Plumbers. Woody Harrelson's in it. Justin Thoreau plays G. Gordon Liddy and Cersei Lannister. Leah Hetty Hetty is uh, in it as well. That's I mean, the name of the show? White, White House Plumbers. Oh, interesting. It's okay. With the break-in and the cover-up and everything. I mean, that is... It's just like, what happened? What are you, he couldn't be beat. He was cruising. I mean, a lunatic Nixon. Awesome television. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Mike, did the sports book here at Circa adjust any future numbers after the trade deadline was completed yesterday? 
I think when I look before and after, Miami's the only one. It went from like 37 or 38 to 1 to 35 to 1. Not not significant, right? It's, it's not, nothing blockbuster that would move it, you know, 10 points or something like that or something 10 to 1 to 8 to 1 or anything. So we'll see. I mean, they tried to tried to combat Josh Allen maybe if they have to meet him again in the playoffs. So I don't, right. don't yeah. hate those moves. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said earlier. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I think people are maybe a little bit confused by this when we said – they still have to go through Kansas City on the road, and then at Buffalo. Obviously, we're talking about the playoffs. We're not mm-hmm. talking about the regular season. Yeah. That that means their playoff run as of right now, and hence books are not really adjusting that much on the Dolphins. Yeah, and obviously their moves. They believe they're going to be a wild card. I mean, they did beat Buffalo, and although Buffalo gained them two to one in that game. But how do you position yourself as a wild card and be able to navigate through the AFC? That's that's the spot, and that's what they're they're trying to do. They're they're in for it now. And plus, you have to consider this too. I mean. The passing game for the Dolphins at this point clearly is legit. Mm. When Tua is healthy and he plays, they win football games, and it really works. I mean, Tyreek Hill has been, by the way, I think a good bet right now if you can find it. Hill, 7-1, to Offensive Player of the Year. He has almost 1,000 yards receiving after eight games. All right. Uh, on pace almost to get to uh, you know 2,000, become the first receiver ever. But what if we're talking about January now? And if they go to KC and Buffalo, uh, there's potential wind. There's potential snow. It's you know maybe a little bit cold. Obviously in Buffalo. All right, that's fair. And if the passing game is not working, I mean yeah. they're going to have to win with defense in the running game potentially. Like that's probably not a good recipe for that team. Interesting this week when they have to go to Chicago if it's windy or uh, that's the weather there. Be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're very high on the Eagles, and for people who are uh, did you make listening. the bet eleven to one, seventeen and zero. Did make, not. That, make that bet and then bet the Cowboys will be the team that beat him. I like that's what I would like. do both yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen to one. But then you're thinking maybe with the rollover, maybe you, but they're such big favorites in these games. Well, so the other thing is they're always up two scores at half, though. That's true. You, you can get huge they're money line the other way. You know, at they're, halftime, they're perfect the, uh, ATS in the first. They're half. so good in the first half of these games. Yep, yep, yep. Very true. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is circa the Twitter account sent out this tweet yesterday explaining the hot start for the season leaders. At, we're, we're pretty much at the midway point right now uh, of the season. But look at this now. Tail party two. They're only hitting 32-8 and eight so far. That's all. That's uh, it. How depressing. That's what you have that's, to compete That's only with. 80%. Oh, God. It's only, around, I'm going to be rough here. Maybe around 80%. Yeah. 80% that's yeah. all. In second place, uh, Merciless, 916-1, 39-1 on the year. Then Gambling Rats, 29, 9, and 2. And if you flip it and look at the uh, the entries going for the booby prize, look at uh, Jackson Bell, 8, 31, and 1. And two teams are on his heel. Or at, and by the way, I think it's IE Analytics. Uh, analytics Weren't they going for the booby prize all year long? I think that was the one entry, 10, 29, and 1, along with Ace Puppy 1. Is that Private Plane Wayne? I think that is. Is it really? Isn't it Private Plane Wayne? Uh, he wanted to go. Yeah, I, I think you might have something there, Mitch. I haven't fished him out. That guy's got a two-and-a-half game lead with the 831-1, right? Or two-game lead. Yeah, yeah. two-game lead. Um, <laughs> so I thought the interesting story was this guy, Sergios 2, that was 0-15 through the first three weeks. He had a disastrous week, went 3-2. and two. Oh, no. <sighs> but he's still 3-17, and 17, and he's leading by a half game over four other entries. But this is, of course, the last week of the second quarter coming okay. up here. Imagine yeah. that. You start 0-15, <laughs> and, and now you're in a major <laughs> sweat to win that for the quarter. Sure. Oh. What action? But that this, was the thing I was searching for on on Monday yeah. was what that guy did because sure. I, we we've never had anyone go fifteen and zero. So for someone to go zero and fifteen, that's the record. Yeah, you know, um, for people I've talked to 
who don't live here in Las Vegas, but they play in contests. They like the Survivor for the most part, and they're, they're, they're basically telling me right now, boy, you really have to compete with all the pros in the Pick'em contest, right? Well, my response is, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, some of the pros do well the year in and year out in these uh, you know, five point spread picks every single week. But it's not just the pros you're competing. You're picking half of these entries are probably just people who got in and they're blazing hot at this point. Well, you know, we always do the thing, the awards ceremony at the end of the year on wildcard weekend on that Friday before the wildcard weekend starts. And I'm thinking about last year, there was a cook, an Uber driver, a sixth grade teacher. I mean, that these were the people that were in the top 10 of the millions. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, plus there's a few pros. Oh, of course, yeah, they're going to be. But it's not in. like these guys aren't betters. I mean, they've obviously been betting football and that, but they they don't have any history of contest success. Right. You're going to have new people pop up every single year. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting four thousand entries in a contest like this, and uh, that's what you're up against here. I hate to urinate on the parade, but that's going to go down, don't you think? This is depressing. Hey, how you doing in the contest? I'm twenty nine nine and two. Oh, I'm in. Three-way tie for third. Well, you know what I mean, I'm saying. For somebody, the survivor's just going to go up, 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 and up. And then this, I mean, you see this—an incredible job. I mean, what you've done to take out the Westgate. But again, this is just—how do you come? Thirty-two and eight, and then okay, I'm going to lose on purpose. Okay, well, eight thirty-one and one. I well, mean, but but here's the key, I but, think, to the contest, though. Yeah. It's going to be the adjustments made to the quarterlies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be very yeah. enticing to people who look at this and say, "Well, I can't go thirty-two and eight. No, no. But you know what? But I might go 17 and 3. Bingo. Sure. <laughs> Bingo. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. And a good job paying top 100, too, though. Yeah. Th- well, that was that's... a legitimate criticism that, yes. you know, with 4,000 people, you only went 50 deep. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. Uh-huh. You, you want to, you, you have a run and you hit 63%, you don't get nothing back. I mean, that's that depressing. Yeah. I know. That stings. Where you at with Survivor? And well, we only lost two people. Two, but the same Atlanta. guy. Oh, I know. Same guy lost both his entries. Yeah. The, 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 the uh, Colts one is terrible, though. What's Frank Reich? He had six inches to go to win the game, and he punts? Yeah. And then they go 90 yards? Yeah, 90 yards. That's got to be sick. I mean, Jacksonville. And then the completion to McLaurin anyway. Come on. It's tough. So now we march on 123. This is kind of an interesting week. People don't want to use the Bills, obviously, right? right? You're saving them for Thanksgiving. Boy, if they would lose in Detroit on Thanksgiving, it might be over. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everybody that's got them, I'm sure, Uh is going to use them. Sort of an interesting week where you go here. Do you go, you know, do you go Patriots? Do you test the Vikings on the road? I don't know if you want to use a road team. You take Cincinnati. They're the biggest favorite other than the Bills. But, but you know, mm-hmm. they, they look so bad not adjusting right. off Chase being out trying to run the same offense. Right. It was horrific Monday was. night. Yep. That was awful. To, and Burrow's running for his life yeah. again. Kind of resorted back to the early season Bengals that we saw. Well, that line is still the line it was last year, right? They didn't really get any better on the offensive line. They were supposed to. That's the major disappointment for <laughs> yeah. that team, you know? Mm-hmm. Off to look at the matrix. How many people have the Chiefs left and how many have the Eagles left? I mean, most people use the Eagles. Chiefs, were, Chiefs against tight right. against the Titans this week, and and just run the ball, Willis. <laughs> yeah, or you use them next week against Jackson. I mean, don't you have to really like? If you still have the Chiefs, you're probably waiting here because of the matchup and because it's Andy Reid off the bye. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's no Tannehill is the thing, right? Isn't that the? I mean, they're just going to run the football. Yeah, I mean, come they on. didn't even disguise it at all. <laughs> Fifty yeah, yards. I know. Fifty I know. yards <laughs> That was it. They didn't even try at all. Yeah. And then you look ahead to next week. We were kicking this round earlier uh-huh. uh, in the show. Would you go? Would you pot this late in the season? Would you go Giants at home to the Texans? Boy, Texans are bad. That offense is really bad. Davis. I thought Davis Mills was better than this. So did I. They went backwards. Half of their possessions were negative yards last Couldn't week at home. It. <laughs> Seventy yards on the final drive. 
It's 70 yards entering the final drive. Yeah. It's, it's almost as bad as the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Didn't cross midfield till the yeah. two-minute warning. Well, that was the worst performance for sure. They were the highest-scoring team in the league. 29 points a game. <laughs> 50 to 1 to have the lowest point total. You have to oh. say it. Shut out. You have to say it. Bad hire. You have to say it. It's, it's, it's enough already. He took over a playoff team, and he was terrible in Denver. I mean, come on. You have all those weapons? You get shut out? He doesn't have an excuse. I'm sorry. He doesn't? <laughs> they were it's a playoff team. How many new coaches take over a 10-win playoff team? <laughs> like that rarely Almost happens. Almost never. Ever. Exactly right. We'll continue with Mike Palm coming up next. The five biggest gaffes of the previous week per the maestro in no hyperbole coming up here and follow the Money Beast and the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on v Sign up to bet the Breeders' Cup with Horse Racing's number one app. First bet, get a $10 free bet, plus 100% match of your first deposit up to $200. Use the promo code HORSE200 to claim your offer. Siegel is on Friday, by the way. Breeders' Cup picks and insight on v Brought to you by First Bet, v dot com slash horses for details and get the Breeders' Cup wager guide as well. VEASAN.com slash horses. Here we go. The great Matt Baskersian joins the program now. We'll talk uh, game four of the World Series. Basically a pick right now between Nola and Javier. How are you doing, pal? Pretty surprised after last night. Uh, doing good. I mean, that was, you know, I'm not sure what I was more surprised about. Final result. Or the fact that uh, Lance McCullers just refused to throw his heater. Uh, it yeah. was it was befuddling to me. And that's that's kind of why I don't really buy all the scandal theory stuff kicking around on social media about pitch tipping. Anytime somebody gets hit in a big postseason game, someone's always out there like, you know, cutting up video like it's the Spruder film trying mm-hmm. to prove yeah. that he's pitching pitch tipping. I think they just eliminated the fastball. And you put any big league hitter in that situation where they can eliminate the one pitch off of which everything works, and that's what happened last night, in, in my mind at least. So what do you think the game plan is tonight for the Astros and Christian Javier, who is very good? How do they approach this uh, Phillies lineup? Absolutely on fire. I don't know how you pitch to Bryce Harper. His K-prop, by the way, is 5.5. Uh, the over is minus 105. Yeah, I, that's kind of where I figured they'd open that. Um, you know, remembering what Javier did in his last postseason start at Yankee Stadium, he was uh, he was on cruise control the whole night. It was a five and a third of real breezy innings, one hit, punched out five. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see something similar out of him tonight. And the one caveat would be in that last start against the Yankees, he had he was working off a ten days rest tonight, ten days rest. The additional rest did not bode well for McCullers last night. He's a field guy. Breaking ball guys don't want that much rest. I think Javier will be fine. Um, we're so hyper-reactive in these games, and the team that puts up the big number is always the one that the public thinks is going to steamroll its way to two more wins, and they're going to win it, and they're not going back to Houston. The Astros are good, man. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of trust in Javier tonight. Um, laying minus 105 at over 5.5, I think that's pretty intriguing. And I think he's going to be pretty good tonight. I, I love the whole angle. If they lose, then what happens? Because then you have Verlander, who doesn't have a win in the World Series, trying to save the season. And then what do you do then if you're the Phillies? Do you throw Wheeler to close them out? You don't want to go back to Houston? Is it Thor? And then Wheeler in game six? I like I like that scenario, too. If it's 3-1, then what happens? It gets juicy. 
Yeah, that's fun. I know Rob Thompson said that they want Wheeler for game six, but I, he, he might just pivot on that if they win tonight. Yeah. You don't want to go back to Houston. You just don't want to go back to that lair where every one of their hitters is anywhere from marginally better to, in the case of guys like Altuve and Bregman, a lot better. So, yeah, I, I, I would I would think that they might reconsider that pitching plan. I'll say this, too. like The first run of the game has been so important. And after the leadoff walk in the bottom of the first yesterday and then the unraveling that happened pretty quickly from McCullers, um, boy, oh, boy, the Astros allowed the opponent to score first in a league low 39% of their games last year. The Phillies, on the other hand, scored first in, in a bottom 10 rate, less than 50%. So every, all the math says the Astros should put up the first run the Phillies should be the team with the tight tuchus, and it and it Houston rolls the way they did the, the the entire playoff run. It's just not happening. And there's something you can't quantify about postseason crowds, about yep. wild fan bases like that in Philly that you throw all the math out the window. Yep, I, I I said it before you came on. This is the 1987 Minnesota Twins. They won the World Series and won 85 games. They were awesome at home. Phillies won 87 games. They're six and zero in the, in the postseason. It is a it's it's a crazy the the home runs and the fan base and they're going bananas. It's a good call. The only difference is the 87 Phillies are the 87 Twins were turning on the air conditioners whenever the Twins were at the plate and they would blow the balls out. <laughs> of the fence. That is, by the way, that that's one of those scandal theory things in baseball that I kind of bite down on. I got no problem believing that. Okay. One. okay. Right. Uh, so what do you want to do now with uh, Bryce Harper? I, I don't know how they're going to continue pitching to this guy. I said he's Barry Bonds right now. You can't give him oh. anything close. And he was four to one to hit a home run last night. Well, guess what? There's been another adjustment because he's red hot, down to plus three thirty or plus three forty. Will he see anything tonight, Matt? No, and you just can't. I mean, those numbers are so bad. Uh, Schwarber's probably around the same place, I would imagine. He's For me, he's the scarier plate appearance okay. than Bryce based on his takes. His takes and his foul balls. I mean, he is on everything, Schwarber. Uh, it's almost like he's playing it, it for, you know, for stakes that aren't the World Series right now. He's that locked in. Um you know the preseason, the pre-series futures for MVP were pretty interesting, and I think we've had this discussion before how the World Series MVP is determined on a vote by about five or six people. Um, oh. You know, and and those long shots are pretty intriguing. Uh, you know, Steve Pierce in 2018. I don't think any anybody saw Billy Hatcher going nuts when the Reds swept the A's in the uh, in that World Series a number of years ago. So. It's that dark horse guy that's interesting. Homering tonight, the numbers are bad. Even the the MVP numbers weren't really worth the squeeze on Harper and Schwarber. Bryson Stott was plus fifteen thousand to win World Series MVP. I thought that was pretty fun. But I, mm-hmm. you just got to stay away from the guys who are so chalky. And it's going to be somebody else. Bohm homering yesterday would have been fun to be on. Um, Brandon Marsh would have been fun to be on. So I, I think for sport, it's just more fun to look down in the board more. Well, okay, so are those two guys that you would look at right now for maybe adjusted MVP odds? I don't think so. I think, you know, they're they, like Schwarber and Harper already have a leg up, and the yeah. narrative stuff is building for them. Real Muto had the big, you know, the one big game. If it's Houston, it might be a more wide-open field, yep. despite Kyle Tucker's big game one. Uh, Altuve had a three-hit game, but he hasn't done much outside that. 
Jordan Alvarez hasn't done much outside that. You know what it's kind of set up for? Ranger Suarez, five scoreless innings yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, he might get the ball again in a decisive yep. game. I mean, boy, imagine being on Ranger Suarez before the season, the series started for World Series MVP. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we always, you know, always in the NFL, we talk about home field advantage. And you brought up this Philly crowd earlier, but what do you think that is? Is there any way to quantify that in a, in a spot like this in the World Series where the fans are just going absolutely crazy? I don't know if there's a way to quantify it. I just know that it, they're, you know, the breed is a little different there, as you guys know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it applies to all four major seasonal sports in that city. They go most bonkers for the Eagles. The Phillies a really close second, uh, and then the Flyers and Sixers can duke it out for third place on that chart. I mean. The, the the fervor that that city is wrapped up in right now is um, it wasn't like that in 2009 and we were there covering the World Series that year when they lost to the Yankees. Uh, it wasn't there in 2008 when they beat the Rays because there was something about that series with the Rays as an opponent. No offense, the rain out. Mm. It just didn't have the juice that this one has. And not to mention the Phillies were huge underdogs pre-flop. Uh, they were dead and buried in the month of June. So all that kind of just further uh, further juices up an already pumped up fan base. The great Maskers in our guest MLB network. I don't know the next time we're going to have a chance to talk to you, but two minutes left. What happens with Aaron Judge? I don't see any other route than him staying in New York. Oh. He has the hammer. He's They have to keep him. They are going to end up overpaying. They're going to have to back up a series of Brinks trucks to keep him there. But I cannot imagine where they would go as a franchise if they let him walk to another suitor. And there will be suitors out there. You don't allow a Yankee to reset a franchise, an American League home run record, and then walk in his next year as a homegrown guy. Mm -hmm. If he was a guy that they imported in from another team on a four-year deal and ended up having two monster seasons, maybe not. But they, they don't, there's nothing else to market there if they let Aaron Judge walk. And I think he stays with the Yankees. Matt, right. excellent spot as always. We love have you, uh, having you on. Enjoy the game tonight and the rest of the World Series. Thank you as always. All right, boys. I'll be listening. Thanks. Be good. You're the best. Yes, he is. Matt Beskers, right. MLB Network. Okay, here you go. Time for the uh, pro tip of the hour in the NFL. Favorites off the bye, 57% the last decade. Road favorites, 65%. Chargers, three and a half at Atlanta this week. I like them. If not now, when? Atlanta off the overtime game. Had to play almost an extra quarter. Chargers off the bye. Pathetic performance against Seattle. If not now, when? There you go. You get that uh, every single hour across every single show here on VEASAN. So that means at least 20 every single day. And they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. I would say... uh, Today's show, very easy to dance to. I'd give that like a 91.3. Yeah. That was very fun. 94. 94, you want to go Sal high? Powell was great. Oh, he was so Matt good. Matt was great. Palm, Palm was, great. was great. Yes. All Everybody. Yep. Yep. Applebaum. Yesterday, the day in sports was just incredible. Yep. yep. Trade deadline. Record trades. Yep. NBA coach fired. Committee. World Series committee. <laughs> oh. uh, we'll do it all again, all again tomorrow, 7 Eastern then. See you.
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.